Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, when the biggest global news event is the death of a monarch, us here in the office running a business programme, you might be thinking we're struggling a little bit to find a business angle. But there was, of course, a most famous business encounter the Queen had when she came to Ireland on that famous trip in 2011 when she visited Cork's fabled English market. And one of the people she met that day was Pat O'Connell and they started correspondence after that for many years. He's a fishmonger of note and he's with us here now on Down to Business. Good morning, Pat. Good morning, Emmett. How are you today? I'm very well and thanks for, for coming on. I know it's been a sad few days for you because you did have such a close connection with her. Probably one of the closest connections anyone in Ireland has had with <laughs> Queen Elizabeth. You're, you're an unlikely couple, the fishmonger and the Queen. But tell us a little yeah. bit about that day she visited the English market and just your nerves, what the day was like and how it was like to meet her personally and engage so closely with her that you did for several minutes and afterwards as well. Well, it was. But, I mean, we were in early in the morning. We were in about seven o'clock, so it was a long wait until about two o'clock until she actually arrived. So obviously the nerves were pretty afraid by the time she came. Um, and I suppose the big issue was, you know, I know a lot about fish. The Queen knows a lot about horses, but what had we in common was going to be a, a difficult one. Um, but yeah, I mean, once she arrived and, and it became quite obvious very early in, in that meeting that, you know, she, she was very down to earth and she had a sense of humour and I think the monkfish was the one that broke the ice. Yeah, just tell people, um, you, you, you cracked a great joke in her presence, which thankfully she laughed at. Just just remind us what you said to her when you were talking to her. Yeah, um, well, we I mean, we had an amazing selection of fish in Castletown Bear and, and one of them was, uh, was a huge monkfish and, and anybody that knows their fish knows that a monkfish isn't exactly the prettiest fish in the sea. Um, and we call it the mother in office in Cork. Um, and <laughs> so when she came, she saw this thing on the counter and she said, Oh, God, what's that? Um, and I so, 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 the monkfish are the mother in office. So I went to end up in the tower. Or I was about to say, you, you ended up having a good relationship with the Queen, but not your, your mother in law after that crack of that joke. <laughs> um, but that's. That really well, but I wish you yeah. me to say these things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, what amazes me about. She knew I was coming uh, to. Well, I'd say you had to sort something out there diplomatically. But afterwards, in terms of. You, it wasn't just a meeting, a fleeting thing. You kept up correspondence with her, and you've been talking to her by letter until quite recently, which is extraordinary. Yeah, I got the last letter about three, four weeks ago after the the jubilee. I got a letter back about a month later. Yeah, and it's, look, it was it's a really strange combination in the sense that you don't expect something that like that to last. But I mean, you know, in interviews she said that we were we were good friends, and 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 you know, it's been it's been a really nice interaction. I'll be honest about it, and it's gone on for what eleven years. And you know, yes, yes, it was a really sad day when she died. Yeah. And Pat, it, it really catapulted you onto the national stage. And I mean, look, you're you're a, you're a, a rational, practical business person. I mean, how much does it do for you in terms of just putting people towards your fishmonger business there internationally, English people visiting, Americans, etc. Just give us an idea. Did it do much commercially for you that that fleeting moment? I suppose it's on a real amount to the market. I mean, we had been working really hard on the market the previous ten years. I suppose we had up the standards considerably I'll be honest about it there was a lot of work done on the market there was an awful lot of work done on the stalls there was fresh blood came in um, and and I think the produce and the product you know became more local and, and more I suppose showcase for, for what's available you know in, in Munster um, and I think the Queen's visit I suppose 
put the icing on the cake in that in the sense that it, it kind of made Cork people say, God, we have something really special here that the Queen of England wants to see it. Um, and we're lucky in the market because it's always been supported by local people. Um, and that's really important, obviously, because it's all well and good to have tourism and have that section of it. But, you know, what pays the wages is the, the local customer. Um, and we've managed, it's what, 300 years old now, almost the market. But, like, we've managed to keep a lot of the traditions there where you see fish being filleted in front of you, where you see meat still being cut up in front of you. Um, and I think the Queen's visit has really cemented that as, you know, it, it it's something that is vanishing past uh, very fast from major cities all over Europe. Um, you know, French France particularly, where there were a lot of, of markets, they're, they're vanishing, they're changing. Um, but in the English market, we've hung on really tight to the old traditions and the old skills and... and you know, for somebody to come in and see fish being filleted in front of them and, and, you know, being told where exactly it came from and the boat that it came from, you know, that's really been important. And COVID, I suppose, in many ways has, has brought that home as well because people have suddenly realised, how oh, come that's not on the shelf of a terrorist? Yeah, well, the other thing about it is you're now on the kind of international itinerary. Virtually everyone who seems to come to Ireland or Cork seems to visit the market now. I saw a programme a few months ago with Mary Berry, famous chef, uh, also visiting. There's been lots of other people. So it sounds like any kind of well-known dignitary that comes to Ireland is going to be led around the market following this Queen's visit that happened all those years ago, that you're you're on sort of a the circuit, if I can put it like that. Well, with, yeah, I mean, yeah, and I look, I mean, the Queen's Visit obviously had a lot to do with it, but I think it's on the circuit anyway because of, of what it does and how it does it now, um, because that is definitely vanishing all over Europe um, and, and markets are getting scarcer and particularly quality ones, you know, I mean, you get a lot of them with a huge amount of tic-tac and mixed products and you know, open three days or whatever, whereas this is still an actual you know, six-day market, um, lots of family business there, lots of family business to hand it on over the years. And the Queen, I think, highlighted that and that personal chat and that personal relationship and that sense of fun. I mean, Julian King came down about six weeks after the visit. Julian King was the British ambassador at the time and he came down to the market after and he said, that lads, this place really rocked the Queen. Like, she just loved it. She was still talking about it like, Weeks and weeks after, yeah, and, and, you, and said, you and you visited um, you visited Buckingham Palace in 2014. Tell tell me a little bit about what that was like, where she she picked anyway, you out um, of the lineup. Yeah, but just to finish, that one on Julian. Julian said, "Yeah, but you know, I said Julian, like we only did what we always do." And he said, "Yes, Pat, but like when the Queen meets people, they don't do what they normally do." Mm, true. Um, and then, as you say, in 2014, I think it was, we were. I was invited over to Buckingham Palace and, and I went in and I was told to stand to the side for a few minutes if I didn't mind. And I thought, oh God, what's going on here? And then I was told that I was being brought upstairs to meet her personally with about, I think, about five or six or seven others. Um, so we were chatting away and then we were told the Queen and Prince Philip was coming in. So we were asked to kind of gather in a little semicircle 
which we did, and the, the Queen entered with Prince Philip and stood in the middle of the room and looked around and was like, ah, my fishmonger has come over. How are you? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Never ignore but a corkman yeah. in the crowd. I, I think we exactly, could have given her yeah, that advice. Yeah, 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 but it's been an amazing adventure, I have to be honest about it. I mean, nobody would have expected it to take the road that it took, and, and, and you know, like, there's no doubt it has helped business, it has helped the English market. And it isn't certainly f- hasn't done, done Cork any 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 hurt. Um, I'm, I'm sure it hasn't. Fin- final pitch, um, Pat. In terms of Prince Charles, now Charles the Third is in place. The airwaves are yours. Surely you got to get him down to the English market in the next few years. Well, he's been he's been well, in well, it. as king. <laughs> we've, we've had him two times or twice, <laughs> I should say. Um, the thing now is, do we get him back as King Charles the Third? Yeah, um, and I think he will come to Cork anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, he loves Ireland. He's been here quite a bit. And, and, you know, I think there's a push on to improve relationships between our two countries. And I think 2011 was a watershed in that in that sense. And look, we do so much business with our neighbours that, you know, it's important that we keep those lines very open and, and that we move on and form a strong, strong relationship. Um, and I think the Queen was very anxious for that. And I think we've had been so lucky with our presidents recently, Mary Robinson, Mary McAleese, President Higgins, I think they've all understood the importance of having a good relationship with our neighbours. And I know there are people in the country who will disagree with that and say, you know, we've had a horrible history. But there comes a time, I think, when we have to say, you know, we need to move on and we need to put that in this place and not forget it because a lot of people lost their lives to make this country what it is. Yeah, but there's a time when you also have to heal wounds and you have to yeah. move on and make your own little bit of history. And I think sure. 2011 well, was you the played, start of that. Yeah, I think it's only fair to say you played a part in that. And I, I think the definite title for a new movie script is The Fishmonger and the Queen, <laughs> who can bring this amazing relationship you had with Her Majesty alive on the big screen. But for now, thank you very much for giving us your recollections. As I said, an unlikely but amazing relationship that lasted a good few years between Pat O'Connell, who is a cork fishmonger in the English market, and Queen Elizabeth. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.